Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome to it. Great to have you with us. 888-900-3393. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, some tweets that came in after the show yesterday. Uh, we were talking about the, the woman who is engaged now to a <laughs> chandelier. Mm-hmm. Um, libertarian Ninja tweets. This this lady took the, if you love it so much, why don't you marry it advice a little too far. <laughs> so many people came uh, up with that line. I, I'm, I love the chandelier. Uh-huh. Why don't you marry it then? And she did. Mm-hmm. What if they have a date yet? Mm-hmm. Don't know. Mm-hmm. Don't know. Wasn't she going to marry the whole room full of chandeliers? I thought she I thought she was going to marry more than one chandelier. No, nah, no. Nah, it was just the one that stole her heart. She'd be a polygamist or a bigamist if she did, right? So that would Boy. not be good. Where do you take a chandelier on a date? Hmm? Mm, to the dining room. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Now, uh, now, now look. Mm. That, that comedy, mm-hmm. I want you to know, was impromptu. Mm-hmm. I didn't say, hey, I'm going to say this line. Here's a great line. It just... Thank just you, naturally thank you. occurred. Thank you. That happens. It does happen from time to time. Uh, we were also talking about the park in Florida. Uh, and they were playing the baby shark music yeah, the baby to, shark song to and- drive mm-hmm. homeless people out of the park because they didn't, they didn't want them to sleep there overnight. Uh, the artist of Baby Shark. This is from Pat's pole dancing poll. <laughs> My pole dancing pole? I don't know. <laughs> the artist of Baby Shark will be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame before Foreigner. Sad but true. Yeah. 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 Uh, speaking of which, Martin, our, uh, I don't know, what is his title here? What does he do? Uh, he I have, is I don't the uh, resident Martin. Yeah. That's okay. just, I mean, he's just him. We just need a Martin mm-hmm. in the building. Yeah. And so he fits that description. Nice. All right. Well, that was really fortunate for him. Sure is. In but, fact, he was willing to change his name for that position, but there was no need because it was already because, Martin. Right. Mm-hmm. He, he already fit that. <laughs> uh, so, Martin, you went to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame a couple of weeks ago, right? I did. Yeah. And is there, I think we have some video of you there. Were you impressed? Did you like it? Oh, uh, it was so fun. Did you talk to somebody about the fact that, Foreigner is not in there. The travesty that is no, foreigner. No, I, was, I wasn't able to talk to anyone about that. But I, I went ahead and did it myself, actually. Oh, okay. They have right. like a computer there, right? And you can say, hey, make a suggestion of who's not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And Oh, uh, I didn't know they had that. You yeah. can make suggestions? Oh, let's, well, let's see the video of uh, Martin at the Hall of Fame. There he is. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Nice. <laughs> Submit. There he is. There it is. All right. So, I mean. I like it. They realize their egregious oversight here. Maybe maybe next year. Well, now that you voted for them, it's probably a done deal. Oh, yeah. It's it's for sure done. I pulled yeah. some strings. You know, mm-hmm. I, I entered the uh, mm-hmm. the submission. So, we're all good. Okay. Cool. Thanks all for right. doing that, Martin. It's we're funny because the next screen over is this huge just like uh, LCD screen. And it shows you all the recent uh, inducted ones that uh, people right. nominated themselves. Yeah. And Forner was like the only one there because I had just put it in there. Okay, well, so then, then let's do this. Good, yes. <laughs> Hopefully, my done. one vote helps. So you did find you you found it interesting there. The Hall oh of yeah, Fame? it's so fun. I mean, yeah. you just see it's everything cool. from memorabilia to instruments to uh, lyrics. And what was the uh, coolest thing you concert saw? Concert posters. What was the coolest thing? 
Um, the coolest thing, um, I'm not sure. Okay. Oh, so there is a section where it's called the garage, like a garage band and they like decked out this whole floor to look like a garage and they have instruments for you to play. Oh, oh wow. That's fun. I don't think they had that when I was there, but I was oh. there like 20 years ago. So I get there. Yeah. In fact, yeah, like 24 years ago, I think. Wow. Jeez. Isn't that when it opened? Uh, and no, I think it'd been open for a little while. Okay. Um, well, but, speaking uh, of music, I went to see uh, uh, the Beatles movie uh, yesterday. Carrie and I oh, enjoyed yesterday? it. Yeah, we enjoyed it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, yesterday we saw yesterday, mm-hmm. and it was uh, it was good. Yeah, it was really good. It's a good movie. I liked it a lot. Yeah, I did too. Mm-hmm. I I mean, I think they could have done I don't know a little more with it with the premise, but mm-hmm. I did like it. I've seen three movies really in good. nine days. I that, know that's, that's incredible. Like that you is a record. You don't ever do anything, <sighs> and yet it's something's wrong. Yeah. It's really. I'm anyway, worried it's, that it's, this, the world is, is is that the four horsemen of the the apocalypse we hear clipping yeah. and clopping down the street. Uh huh. Uh huh. It's a fun movie, so you can go it is. and take your kids too, right? You know what you think? Such a oh yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah, I can't think of anything that's you know. I think that might be the only movie I've seen or te- television show movie anything without um, a homosexual relationship in it. Which will probably do. Oh, you movie. just you just ruined the movie. Yeah, sorry. I mean, now yeah, people were fully them. you know anticipating <laughs> a gay love scene, and they were like, "Oh, I'm going to go watch this," and now you've ruined. Sorry, it. Sorry, I wrecked it. Yeah, that should have saved the surprise, but <laughs> there's a great surprise in it that's really kind of fun, and uh, I <clears throat> I just keep thinking ever since I've seen the movie, what would happen if the you know if that really occurred, and you lose the Beatles music forever. I certainly couldn't bring it back because I, I don't know all their songs. Uh-huh. I wasn't a big enough fan. And, you know, I, I I could think of all the lyrics from a few of the songs, but not that many. I mean, we might only have two Beatles songs for the world if, uh, if that I, happened. I don't want to, you know, pull a Glenn here and, and ruin the movie, mm-hmm. but... He had to. He had to remember, you know. Yes. And it was just a exactly. fun. That, that's part of the fun ride of the movie. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Put it exactly. That way. Yeah. Good stuff. Uh, it is. Fortunately, the guy, the only guy who remembered the Beatles was a musician, because <laughs> if he would have been a plumber, world would have been out of luck, right? Would have been out of luck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, he could have hummed a lot of tunes that people would say, "Hey, that's pretty good. What is that?" <laughs> I don't know. Something I came up with. Candace wants to know if some days, you know, because the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame has turned their back on your favorite band, mm-hmm. Foreigner, mm-hmm. Um, does it feel like some days that you're the only one that remembers Foreigner? It kind of does. It kind of does. Ouch. <laughs> uh, from oh. ASAP Bulldog, wouldn't sound clips of Hillary work better? Oh, this is for the park driving. Oh, the park keep the homeless away? Homeless. <laughs> Um, yeah, this would probably be effective. I am sick and tired of people who say that if you debate Put this and you disagree with this administration, somehow you're not patriotic, and we should stand Get up and say, we are Americans, we have a right to debate and disagree. Yeah, that would uh, I'm keep not, you awake at Yeah, night. I'm not going to that part at any time of day. <laughs> you just That's loop boring. that, can you imagine? <laughs> That's a great idea. That would absolutely work better. <laughs> 
<laughs> than the dumb shark and uh, what's the other one? The shark. Oh, that's and... taco. Raining tacos. Oh, the tacos. Yeah. Which is a great song. I would like to point out. From ZK Stone, uh, Keith, the roads from your house to Pat's house are destroyed. The roads from your house to the Blaze and from Pat's house to the Blaze are good. That's true. So, therefore, you can drive from the Blaze <laughs> to Pat's house just like he does. Uh, yeah, so I can, just, I can just follow you home. That's just flawed I, logic. I can hang out with you. I mean, just flawed logic. Look, look, Jackie's out of town. We can just hang out. Maybe yeah, we she's coming back today, um, which is why really? I got to you know get home and... Start cleaning up. You've got mm, quite you the, the mess. Yeah, you saw the mess. So today I, I'm going to do a little cleaning. Want to see that mess at uh, Pat Unleashed uh, on Instagram? Because, boy, you trashed that place, man. And then maybe we should do the before and after uh, photos today after I get done cleaning up. Okay. Uh, it's it's National Vanilla Ice Cream Day. Right? Isn't that awesome? Uh, I mean, you just celebrate vanilla ice. You want to just do that? No, I I'd rather celebrate <laughs> vanilla ice cream. Uh, it wasn't that the thing on the day that it happens. You're supposed to have it here, right? As the producer, that's your job. No, 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 no. That that falls under the category of the resident Martin. Oh, does it? And so Martin's gonna uh, run out and get some real soon, like uh-huh. okay, right? All right. So don't don't worry yeah. about running the show, Martin. Just go out and get us ice cream. Thank that's you. Far more important. It is. 888-900-3393. Also, uh, this kind of fun cartoon from, uh, who did this? I don't know who drew it, it's, but it's Oh, it's making... the Gary, uh, what's-his-face guy that's always uh, in, you know, nationally syndicated cartoonist. Anyway, here's Trump sending women astronauts to the moon. I love it. Presley, Tlaib, AOC, <laughs> Omar, all in space outfits. We're going to send them to the moon. I love it. Uh, <laughs> that's good. It's kind of funny. Right? That's very yeah, that's funny. funny. I'm sure people get all crazy about it. Oh, what are you saying? You're going to leave him stranded up there? Well, no, that's no, you. That's, that's you made somebody. that leap. Right. He was just trying to Thank advance, you, you know, uh, uh, just a team of uh, female astronauts going to the moon is all he was doing. Aren't we replacing uh, men with women in virtually every movie and every job and so and it every just m- makes sense to send four women astronauts instead now the, of men the opposite is true in the maternity ward we're, yes we're where men are replacing women, women. <laughs> right exactly so wow. ridiculous what a world man what a world speaking of our uh, president he had some interesting things to say uh during a he was being grilled by a bunch of reporters and started started into a typical uh trump mode which is kind of fun but this is all true, I think. I, I think this is actually true. You just never hear a president talk like this. Um, he's talking about winning the war in Afghanistan. Uh, here's what he had to say. I think Pakistan's going to help us out uh, to extricate ourselves. We're like policemen. We're not fighting a war. If we wanted to right. fight a war in mm-hmm. Afghanistan and win it, I could win that war in a week. I just don't want to <laughs> kill 10 million people. Mm. Does that make sense to you? I don't want to kill 10 million people. Mm-hmm. I have plans on Afghanistan that if I wanted to win that war, Afghanistan would be wiped off the face of the earth. It would be gone. It would be over in literally in 10 days. And Mm. I don't want to do that. I don't want to go that route. So we're working with Pakistan and others to extricate ourselves, nor do we want to be policemen because basically we're policemen right now. Mm-hmm. And we're not supposed to be policemen. We've been there. We've been there for 19 years in Afghanistan. It's ridiculous. It is. And I think Pakistan helps us with that uh, because we don't want to stay as policemen. 
But if we wanted to, we could win that war. I have a plan that would win that war in a very short period of time. You understand that better than anybody. Mm -hmm. uh, we've mm -hmm. been in there not fighting to win, just fighting to, they're right. building gas stations. They're rebuilding schools. The United States, we shouldn't be doing that. That's for them to do. <laughs> no kidding. But what yes. we did and what our leadership got us into is ridiculous. No. But uh, we will, I think we'll have some very good answers on Afghanistan very quick. So we're building gas stations in Afghanistan? I didn't even know that. So that's what we're doing there still? We're building gas stations? <sighs> Goodness gracious. At least we could do is leave them a Bucky's, right? Oh. Give them a Bucky's. That'll change those people overnight overnight they'll realize oh this is civilization yeah uh -huh. we want this we want more of this this is democracy yeah we want this we I want mean, this i mean there is literally <laughs> probably 50 60 different flavors of beef jerky on a wall oh they'll be so they'll inside. be blown away the afghans <laughs> i mean they'll they'll completely surrender to the democratic way yeah uh if they see a bucky's yeah. That's all it takes, man. Is, is the Taliban building them Bucky's? No. No. No, they are not. No. ISIS? Nope. No, sir. United States of America, build them a Bucky's and uh, you've changed the world Allies right there. Allies for life. <laughs> <laughs> I love his uh, his demeanor. is just so amazing. <laughs> if I wanted to, I could win that war in a week. I just don't want to kill 10 million people. Well, yeah, that would be bad. That would be bad. I don't think any of us want to kill 10 million people. Would it really be 10 million? I, I don't know if he, what he's talking about there. Are you talking about nukes? Or are you just talking about carpet bombing? Are you, you know, fighting a war the way they we fought wars in World War II, maybe? I don't know. But yeah, of course, the United States of America could do that. It would bring about lots of consequences, however. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Russia, China, you'd have some problems on your hands. Um Besides the bad PR of killing 10 million people. This. Yeah, that's... Uh, but, I mean, I, I love how he's basically just verbalizing what every president could have said over the past, you know, yeah. 100 years. Yeah, we could totally destroy that country. Yeah. Give me seven, 10 days. He doesn't have any problem doing that. And, uh, and he, I think he's right. We just don't yeah. fight wars like that anymore. Correct. yeah. If we did, yes, a lot of... I don't know if 10 million would die. If you're not using nuclear weapons, I don't know if... But a lot of people would die. An, an awful lot of people. And a lot of innocent people. So uh, we just don't do it like that anymore. We don't have the stomach for it. Nobody does. Yeah. Nobody in America, anyway. 888-900-3393. And at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, let me tell you about real estate agents I trust. What a great network this is. A thousand active agents all over the country. Another 5,000 on a waiting list to join that network. These agents have a sense of urgency. You know, there's nothing worse than your realtor. Not really. Yeah, maybe in a week or two, we'll do, a, we'll do another uh, open house. Yeah, okay. No. Then I have to leave the house for the whole day. I have to make sure it's spotless. We can't live there while you're doing this. Um, these realtors know what they're doing and they've got long track records of success, great marketing plans, and uh, th they know how to price your home so that it will sell for the most money and sell quickly. Plus, again, they're fans of the show, so you're going to have that in common with them. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com. We'll introduce you to the best agent in your area. It's realestateagentsitrust.com.
Unleashed. It's kind of a fun story. Uh, <laughs> liberals now are feeling victimized uh, by the same BS they created, the Me Too movement. Um, you know, and some of the Me Too movement is legitimate. But there were so many dolphins caught up in that tuna net that they're starting to feel the pain now. And they're regretting this new reality that they set us up with. So uh, they, they're they whining about the fact that Al Franken should still be in office now. Now, this is the guy who was, had the photos of the sleeping uh, journalist with him. I think they were on a plane or whatever, and they were coming back from a US, USO tour or something. And he pretended to cup his hands around her snoopage. And so there was, you know, there was outrage. Uh, and there were a couple other instances with him, Saturday Night Live. I mean, but did he do anything super egregious? I don't know. I don't know. But now they're all whining about the fact that he's not in office anymore. And the Me Too movement just went too far. Uh, Senator Patrick Leahy now, who's been in office for, well, he's been in the Senate for 45 years. <laughs> Time to go home, Pat. Time to go home. <laughs> uh, he said to call for Franken's resignation before gathering all the facts was, quote, one of the biggest mistakes I've made. Wow. Senator uh, Tammy Duckworth said the investigation should have been allowed to move forward. You think? And while it was important to acknowledge what the accusers had gone through, we needed more facts. That due process didn't happen. And it's not good for our democracy. Yeah, you know what's not good for our democracy? Calling it a democracy. That's what's not good for us. (laughs) It's not a democracy! Uh, Mean Senator Angus King said he he's regretted it ever since. There's no excuse for sexual assault, but Al deserved more of a process. Only Al? What about the rest of these people who've been drummed out of their uh, out of their jobs just by mere innuendo or accusation? What and what happened to every woman has the right to be believed? They all deserve to be believed. Well, okay, we believe them, and so as a result, he's got to go. Angus said, I don't denigrate the allegations, but this was the political equivalent of capital punishment. (laughs) Jeff Merkel, it was a rush to judgment that didn't allow any of us to fully explore what this was about. I took the judgment of my peers rather than independently examining the circumstances. Huh. In my heart, I've not felt right about it. I made a mistake. I started having second thoughts shortly after he stepped down. Yeah, that's a little too late, douche. He had the right to be heard by an independent investigative body. I've heard from people around my state and around the country saying that they think he got railroaded. It doesn't seem fair. I'm a lawyer. I really believe in due, due process, according to Tom Udall. So on and on and on and on it goes. Harry Reid even sounded off. It's terrible what happened to him. It was unfair. Hmm. But but what you did to Mitt Romney right, is perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. The lie about Mitt Romney that you perpetrated and continue to repeat, that's okay. Don't worry about that. I mean, this is despicable. I, how do these people live with themselves with the hypocrisy? And they don't feel this way about anybody else who was railroaded like that. No. And there's been many 
but only because this guy is a super liberal uh, elitist like they are. Yeah, and he was in the club. Yep, he's in the club. So it's it's okay to have regrets uh, now about that particular incident. But will they regret the fact that others lost their jobs without any kind of due process going on? None of them have said any any word of regret about uh, what happened with Brett Kavanaugh. You don't, you don't have any problem with that? That was like 35 years ago, and there was no evidence of any of it. And you, you smeared that guy for months. That was, nah, they don't care about that. They're despicable. Just despicable. Uh, 888-933-93. Also on the uh, international front, President Trump says that Iran capturing CIA spies, totally fake. An Iranian media outlet has released photographs of some of the 17, quote, CIA spies, unquote. Its government claims to have captured. Photographs of some of the men were shared on Twitter on Monday, uh, along with some details uh of their apparent work for the U.S. Now, what's interesting about this is none of them are U.S. citizens. They're all Iranian nationals. But I guess the CIA went over there and offered them visas, according to the Iranians. And that was enough to turn them. <laughs> you must have one. Cr- well, and we all knew they, they do have a crappy country. But uh, just to offer them a visa is enough to get them to spy on their own country? Wow. Wow. I don't think much over there. No. So the images and information were released by Iranian intelligence and security. They haven't been verified by the U.S. or any other government. All of the spies are Iranian nationals, as I mentioned, who the Iranian government claims were lured by the U.S. with the promise of getting visas. I love that. (laughs) And so they're saying some of these guys are going to get the death penalty. And so President Trump tweeted out, yeah, there's the report of Iran capturing CIA spies is totally false. Zero truth. Just more lies and propaganda like their shot-down drone, put out by a religious regime that's badly failing and has no idea what to do. (laughs) Uh, Their economy is dead and will get much worse. Iran is a total mess. (laughs) Yeah, and see, if they're Iranian citizens, they're not American citizens, then they could almost just wash their hands of this. And and let's just assume Mm -hmm. that they are actually captured and they are CIA spies. The the government, federal government here can just be like, yeah, don't know who you're talking about. Sorry. Moving on with our lives. And that's exactly what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And I have no doubt that the Iranians are making this up. They're just, they're desperate right now because uh, the sanctions are working and it's, it's really having an impact in their society. And so they're lashing out. That's why they commandeered that British oil tanker. That's why they're trying to... Uh, um, say that we're they've captured 17 of our people they're trying to get us to make some concessions like okay we're going to kill these people if you don't do this uh allow us to trade our oil with other people what they don't understand apparently is that much of the west doesn't get their oil from iran anymore this is a much different situation uh i heard jason buttrell talking about this yesterday on glenn show it's really interesting what he had to say, and the the oil picture in this on this planet has 
changed dramatically since the 70s and 80s. We don't need Iran. I don't think we get a drop of oil from them anymore. I have to look that up. But I, I know if we get any, it's very, very little. Even from Saudi Arabia, we don't get all that much. I think Saudi Arabia is only fourth or fifth or sixth on our list now. And we are now, the United States, the leading exporter right. in the world. We could be, um, and we should be, completely oil independent. We could be completely reliant on ourselves for our oil. We're, we have that much oil now. We have developed uh, extracting oil to, to an extent where we can take care of ourselves. We don't need your stinking oil. And that's what we've always wanted. And that's what we wanted. So that we can avoid stupid entanglements like with countries in Iran, exactly. Saudi Arabia, Middle, all Mid- Middle Eastern oil. Keep it. Go ahead. Keep it. I don't care. That's where we need to be, and that's kind of where we are. We should just force the issue and just get there so that we don't have any reliance on anybody in the Middle East, including Saudi Arabia. The largest, um, the country we import the largest amounts of Wait, oil. Wait, let me guess. Hmm? Canada. You got it. 41% of our imported oil comes from Canada. In second place, at 10% of our imported oil comes from... Mexico? Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia. Oh, but it's still, in second place? So, yeah, so second place, though, 10%, which means... Yeah, we need to get rid of that. Very little everybody else. Who's after that? It doesn't say. doesn't say. This article, yeah. All right. Wow, that's still number two, though. That's too much. That's too much. 10% still comes from Saudi Arabia. 10% of imported. Huh. Yeah, yeah, 10% of what is imported. So... Mm. At least it's not coming from Venezuela, though, or Iran, or you know somebody who is hostile toward us. So um, it looks like a million. Now, see, look at it. This. this is Keith math. Okay, so right. check my math. If we're importing 10.2 million barrels of petroleum a day, right, uh, with 41 percent of that coming from Canada, that's going to be about four million barrels is coming from Canada. 10 percent. That means we're getting about a million, a million barrels, barrels a, day a day from Saudi Arabia. So, and then we are <clears throat> exporting. At the same time, 7.5 million barrels per day. So, so we, could, we could stop the exports and take care of it immediately. Wow, we and, and you wouldn't even have to stop all exports. We send oil to 180 countries. Wow. Mexico and Canada are wow. our biggest buyers. Now, the, the other problem is, outside of the Middle East and Venezuela, you have Russia, who's also a big supplier... And a lot of Europe counts on Russia for, for some of their energy needs. Now, if we could get them to wean themselves off, we could probably take care of Europe, too. We could export to Europe. And then they wouldn't have to worry about Russia and their whims and, and who's in charge and be threatened by, you know, the great Russian empire. In the last 10 years... <laughs> Um, our reliance, the United States' reliance on petroleum imports fell from 60% to 25% of total consumption. That's incredible. Yeah. <laughs> That's incredible. Uh, thank you, fracking. Mm-hmm. Thank you, horizontal drilling. And all of this done Wow. right under the nose of Barack Obama, despite his best efforts to stop it. Yep. <laughs> all of this done, yeah, to not just Obama, but the entire environmental movement. Yeah. All of the global warming, climate change, climate chaos bullcrap that we've had to deal with. Well, we should be redoing renewable energy. And again, my my theory is that uh, oil is renewable. 
I believe it to be not dinosaur bones, fossilized leaves, and whatever else that fell to the ground. I think it's some kind of recurring, naturally occurring goo in the earth. And one day, when we hear that report verified, mm-hmm. wherever you are, we're going to hear you go, Aha! Told you. Told you. See, I told you. Been saying it for years. <laughs> I told you. <laughs> and And I think there's pretty good evidence because... You know, since 1920, they've been saying we're at peak oil. And then there's more. And then they say, up, oh, we're almost out. And then there's more. It just keeps happening over and over and over again. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. It's also, what else happens over and over and over again? Pain. Inflammation. Pain because of inflammation. And there's just almost nothing worse than being in pain continually. No fun. Ah, oh, it's it's distracting. It just it, it makes you miserable. Um, so, if you have tried virtually everything, but you haven't tried Relief Factor yet, it is time to give it a shot. Relief Factor. It's a hundred percent drug free. They offer a three week quick start that just nineteen ninety five. You use it for three weeks. If it works, great. Seventy percent of people who order the quick start go on to order more because it's working for them. If it doesn't work after three weeks, just discontinue. You got nothing to lose except your pain. Like Keith's weird leg pain. The whelp, gone. Yes, sir. It's gone. If you want a drug-free, natural way to ease your pain and get your life back, go to relieffactor.com. That's relieffactor.com. It's Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blakes. 888 also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. The Steve42 tweets, uh, Pat, sorry, Keith, there was an accident on the road between our houses tomorrow. <laughs> wait, wait. That's about uh, how you can get to my house. Yeah. Although that, that accident would probably have to be since it, there are no roads between your house and mine. Oh. Uh, but there are roads, obviously, from here to my house. Yeah. Uh, so if I was going to sneak, sneak but yeah, and there's follow a, you. There's an accident. Tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. tomorrow. Or later today. Is everybody okay? Whatever you'd be trying to. No, it's, it's going to be jammed up for a long time. Well, let's let's warn the people that time. are going to be involved in the accident if we care. Oof. I just did. I just did. I don't know that you can avoid it, though. You know, you don't want to mess with that kind of stuff. From uh, ASAP all up in here. <laughs> hey, that wasn't the four horsemen of the apocalypse clippity-clopping down the street. That was just Jeffy entering entering the building. Probably. Uh huh. Big horse. A guy, Herm, uh, tweets vanilla ice cream day. Wait for it. Mm-hmm. It's just racist. Racist. Yep. Uh-huh. It's racist. Uh-huh. Speaking of which, uh-huh. Ivanka Trump has been mocked now as a racist for giving an all white dog to her, her daughter. I, I can't. Stop it. The insanity just doesn't, it never stops. It it just it's in full speed ahead mode, twenty four hours a day, seven days a week. Oh, God. wow! So Twitter had a bunch of harsh words mm-hmm. uh, for Ivanka and the gift she gave to her daughter. Oh, cute dog. Meet Winter, Arabella's birthday dream come true, and the newest member of the Kushner family. Mm-hmm. She tweeted with a heart eyed emoji and a picture of a blue eyed white dog. There it is. Look how cute that. That's a good-looking dog there. Oh yeah, that is. Mm-hmm. Huh. Well behaved already. Look at that. Just sitting there posing for the camera. 
Yeah, that's a good looking dog. But obviously racist. But right? of course, mm-hmm. uh, Twitter started to attack her. <laughs> Just a sign that she prefers whiteness, like her father oh, okay. has been accused of preferring. The dog will fit right in. Uh, hashtag it's white enough. Claude Tr- Taylor, who worked on uh, Bill Clinton's 92 and 96 campaigns, said, an all-white dog, according to another Twitter user. Shocking. <laughs> American actress and comedian Yvette Nicole Brown, who is African-American, replied to Ivanka's tweet, good thing it's a white dog. Your dad hates the blacks. Oh, come on. It just doesn't stop. These are the kind. Okay, we we would around here we would just joke or the listeners, mm-hmm. you know. Like, yeah, it used to be a joke. Oh, I now guess you really, got a white dog because you're a racist. They're really doing it for serious now. But they mean it. They're going to start with snow next year. This year, the it, snow is going to be racist. <laughs> oh, I notice in the United States it snows all white. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, uh, actress Nancy Lee Gron tweet how darling. I see you skipped a rescue and went straight to an Aryan breeder. (laughs) Oh, man. Does it sit and sig heil yet? Oh, man. Uh, I mean, it's just come on. Uh, The irrational hatred is astounding. It's really something. Welcome to the family winter where um, everything you do is going to be criticized and mocked no, and no question i mean disparaged mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. no matter what it is it, it doesn't have to, anything to do with really anything i that's why just stay off twitter you can't win why would you tweet about what you give your daughter for her birthday just keep it to yourself <laughs> just keep it to yourself Live and avoid under a rock yeah avoid the bs mm-hmm. But everybody's so bound to Twitter that they have to share every single aspect of their life. Look at I gave a dog to my daughter. <laughs> okay, well, you're setting yourself up for this. Huh. Well, I ate a whole pie in about 36 mm. hours, Pat. Made sure the world knew about that. Did you? I did. I did. I See, I dreamed Friday mm. night. I woke up Saturday morning after having just dreamed about pies. Mm-hmm. So my mission on Saturday was to go find a freshly baked pie. And, oh, I found it. And, uh... What kind of pie it. was it? I ate it very quickly. It was a peach pie. Ugh. What do you mean? Ugh. Ugh. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to take you to this place. I'll follow you home, and then we'll take one car from your house to this pie place. <laughs> and uh, it's so good. Yeah. Oh, so good. So, anyway, I just uh, I chronicled my uh, devouring of it. In fact, that's all and I had Nobody for else so- had any of it? You ate the whole thing? I'm an only child. Okay. I was born an only child, and... Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. It remains in my veins. I literally had um, a peach pie and uh, mm-hmm. okra for supper on Saturday night. Don't, <laughs> peach don't, pie and don't okra. judge me, man. Oh, it's too late for that. Triple <laughs> Vogue editor in chief. Speaking of the garbage the Trumps go through, Anna Wintour refused to acknowledge First Lady Melania Trump's existence in a podcast with The Economist. Uh, the Economist's Ann McElvoy asked Anna Wintour, Melania came to the UK and very consciously wanted to see herself as an ambassador for British fashion or a transatlantic ambassador. Do you value that or would you rather just stay away from the Trumps? So here was her answer. I think First Lady Michelle Obama 
really was so incredible at every decision she made about fashion. She supported young American designers. She supported designers from all over the world. She was the best ambassador this country could possibly have. But she's not the first lady now, so what about the one you've got now? Uh, to me, Michelle Obama is the oh. example I, admi- I admire. She wouldn't even <clears throat> she wouldn't even mention her. That's and th- is that exactly what we've talked about? <clears throat> they ignore Melania no matter what, despite the fact that they absolutely virtually worship <laughs> Michelle Obama and her stupid arms that are fabulous. That I mean, let's come on, come on, they're fabulous. You kind of boxed yourself in. There, there. I did, yeah. It's wow. Because wow, incredible arms. Something else. Look at those right? arms. Mm-hmm. Look at them. Mm. McElvoy also asked Wintour if she if it was a conscious decision on her part, uh, on the part of Vogue, to lift up the portrayal of Democrat women. She said, I think it's important for Vogue to support women who are leading change in this country. Uh, I think the president is playing to his base. He's very conscious and aware of who is supporting him. So she can't even mention Melania Trump, who is actually, you talk about fashion, I mean, she's been a fashion model. She is, by far, the most beautiful first lady this country's ever seen. And can't even be acknowledged by the editor of Vogue. Well, we never got a good look at, uh, we had to ask Jeffy for the clarification, but I don't know, Martha Washington was probably a looker. <laughs> probably, right? yeah, so, but we don't, all we have are the So outside portraits. of that, it's probably Melania. Yeah. Outside of Martha Washington. Okay. Uh, oh, well, and Eleanor Roosevelt. It was, I mean, wow. <laughs> I've seen pictures of her. Yeah, I I have too. And you got to say, wow. But this <laughs> uh, Michelle Obama thing, uh, so ridiculous. So insane. Yep. It's just, it's pathetic. The left is just, they've lost their ever-loving minds they have. I mean, they, they, they absolutely have. They were always teetering on the edge, but now yeah. they are completely delirious. And what has rage. Melania done to deserve their scorn? What what has she done? I I can't figure that out. Uh, answer: She married the man that they hate. Yeah, that's the only thing. Mm-hmm. But she's got everything they should love. She's not from the United States. She's you know uh, from a foreign land. Okay. Uh, yet she's still first lady. I mean. They should love all of that. Is she white? Yeah, she is. All right. Yeah, And right. she's married, again, as you mentioned, to Trump. So <laughs> all the rest of it is negated. Uh, all right. Let me tell you about RIDUZone. R-I-D-U Zone. Go there. RIDUZone.com. Um, this is something that could help you lose weight. If you've been struggling and you can't seem to put the fork down, this helps. Because RIDUZone contains OEA, which is a molecule naturally present in your body. Um, and there's OEA in olive oil, and that's why uh, olive oil, you know, depending on how much you use, is is pretty good for you because it helps send a signal to your brain that you're full. And so that's where Riduzone comes in, helps you stop eating, and it kicks your metabolism into gear so that you burn fat. Plus, it doesn't contain any caffeine at all. It's not gonna it's not gonna make you jumpy and jittery all day long. Go to RIDUZONE.com, R-I-D-U, Zone.com. They're so confident that this can work for you. They're gonna, you're going to get a 30-day money-back guarantee and save 30% on a three-month supply at RIDUZONE.com. 
That's RidUZone.com. Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, yeah. The insanity is such that they could call President Trump any name in the book, all names that are supposedly forbidden to be called, you know, the, the Hitler stuff, the Nazi things, the fascist dictator stuff, anything that uh, they used to just go crazy over, uh, they're, they use it every day now. Marianne Williamson, who is actually running for president for some inexplicable reason. <laughs> I think she's all the way up to, is she up to 0% yet? Uh, <laughs> I think she might be. I think she might be up to zero. Well, that's internal polling. How much do we want to trust that? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, she responded to White House advisor Stephen Miller and Trump. Uh, listen to what she had to say about the president. I think the term racist, Chris, has become a label that is too often deployed by the left Democrats in this country simply to try to silence and punish and suppress people they disagree with, speech that they don't want to hear. We're joined now by presidential candidate Marianne Williamson. Marianne, I know you've said the president's tweets weren't just racist, but border on rants of a fascist dictator. How do no. you respond to Stephen mm-hmm. Miller? Well, it's pretty ironic to hear Stephen Miller say that we're overusing mm-hmm. the word racist when he himself is the architect of the very racist policies at the southern border. So to hear him, oh, to hear him put down the term is pretty, uh, is, is pretty rich. It's not just tweets that are a problem. It's not just his words that are a problem. It is the entire tenor of his administration and too many of the policies that we have seen. And they mm-hmm. are very yeah. disturbing. They are very disturbing for the disturbing. very reason that I said. This is what fascist dictators do. This is what fascist dictators say. Oh you know, we are living through a time of identity crisis in the United States. We're, we're having to ask time? ourselves in our generation, mm. how much do we mm. mean this Declaration of Independence? stuff. How much are we going to commit in our generation to the principles on which we purport to stand? All are created equal. Do we or do we not mean that? God gave inalienable rights to everyone to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Do we or do we not mean that? We are to be a nation of unity in diversity. All cultures, all religions, all ethnicities unified by common principles. Do we or do we not mean that? I think, you know, our second president, John Adams, said that he hoped <laughs> that on every July 4th that this country and this country's citizens would use the holiday to revisit uh-huh. our first principles. Because whether you're right. a nation or an individual, uh-huh. sometimes you have to ask yourself, so what do I stand for? What are my values? What right. are my principles? Yeah, and do. I think in this generation, yeah. we need a, a deeper level of emotional uh-huh. and psychological rebonding Thank with you. our own principles. Otherwise, they're, they're in marble, inscribed on walls somewhere, or they're written on, mar- on parchment somewhere. Yeah. But if we're not holding them in our hearts, yeah. they lose their moral force. <laughs> and she said a couple of mouthfuls there. Not just one, but several mouthfuls. Uh, so I don't and she's a motivational speaker, is that right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I guess. Uh, if I'm going I to guess. that event, I'm you're not, not feeling that motivated. I'm are going you? to the box office and I'm asking for a refund. <laughs> I guess she she came to prominence on Oprah. Is that is mm-hmm. that her deal? Mm-hmm. I don't even. I mean, I barely know who she is. Barely know who she writes and, books or something. And it's know. amazing that anybody put her on. She's got zero support from anybody. But it's fine for the left, again, to use fascist dictator and all that kind of rhetoric. That's not troubling at all to them. 
Speaking of 0% support, Beto's out on that <laughs> campaign trail. Again, rounding up. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, but he was... Uh, <laughs> he was okay. I don't know what he was doing. This is so somebody, weird. Somebody recorded him uh, doing push-ups at the... Uh, at the airport. City airport. Wasn't he? Mm-hmm. It, he's just so desperate. It's kind of fun because he's absolutely desperate right now to try to get back just an even even an ounce of the momentum he once had. Anyway, let's let's watch him do the push-ups in the airport. That should be really fun. Now, how much do you like it? Mm, Look at that. Look at that. Yeah. Mm, it's not just him. Boom. Booyah. And, and he's fast, too. Look at that. Look just. at that. Can y'all keep up with this? Can you keep up with Beto? I can't do that. He is one strong Hispanic guy. Keep going, Congressman. Keep going. Is somebody filming me? I didn't know that. Who would have thought that people had a phone with a camera nearby? I'm so embarrassed now. I didn't realize that you were looking and and filming. And he, of course, was... Filming himself while he was doing these, if you want to see that, that version of it. <laughs> and I do. Here he is. Again. We're delayed at the Sioux City Airport okay. on our way to Chicago. And Mustafa and Sarah are planking. I want to give you... Planking. Mustafa, how long have you have you been planked? Uh, we're a little over a minute, but it is our second plank. There you go. <laughs> Thank you. Cynthia, how are you feeling? Strong? Good. I'm Worth feeling it? good. Girl power. <laughs> <laughs> so can I show them your unplanking posture? Yeah. Okay, here. And as oh. you can see... Yeah. Live from the Sioux City Airport, <laughs> they're still going. Here's watch this. I want to point out that this is his planking. Has the best posture. Isn't he adorable? Oh my gosh, he's just—he's a dream. He's so cute. He's adorable. He's laying there on the floor because he can't plank like they can. Look at that. Look at look how adorable he it's is. It's an he's embarrassment. Got a, he's got a suitcase there. Might be the last time he has to pack his suitcase, right? actually. Um, yeah. But, uh, wow, what an adorable presidential Adorable. Hopeful. Adorable. Mm. Now, now he's going to skyrocket back to where he once was. Just got to make it to July 30th. What, a week from today, they have their second round of debates. Oh, I can't wait. And <clears throat> uh, then about 10 of them will drop out after next week. Probably. We hope. So we got rid of uh, Eric Swalwell after the first round. Which is sad. And There was comedy gold waiting to be mined, mined by that guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so what's your, proje- what's your prediction? You think, uh, you think like many of them will drop after the second? Oh. How yeah. many of them will make it to the first of the year? There's oh, first of the year? Still 20, 24, I believe, because uh, one of them got replaced with uh, Tom Steyer, mm-hmm. the billionaire douche who's all about climate change despite making all of his fortune yeah. from uh oil <laughs> <laughs> all right so I, I've, I've come up with my number all and, right and it's based on scientific uh theories of course uh i'm gonna have seven seven make it to uh, seven make it to the first of the year yeah so on one, oh, that's one, a lot to drop out yeah so you're talking about 17 people dropping out yep by the end of the year yeah wow candidates yes that would be something Marianne Williamson's got to go go away, right? You, I mean, John Delaney, who, by the way, is funding his own campaign. He's raised about zero dollars for his campaign, yep. and he's self funding. He's he's. I think he just gave his campaign eight million more dollars. Wow, wow. And see, that's just why it. would you do that? There's so many of these candidates that are barely even. 
a, a, a candidacy. Yeah. And even Cory Booker is running in the red, and he's supposedly one of the, you know... One of the lead guys. Right. Or one of the high-profile exactly. people. Exactly. I think a lot of people thought he might be in the in I, the thick of it, but he's not High at profile. All. That's a good way to say it. He's a high-profile guy. He's in the yeah. red. Yep. So um, I think... And then you got Bernie with his, with his faux wage stuff that he's trying to pull number tricks there, and he's a lead candidate. So anyway, I say there's seven left when we start the new year. That's a lot of winnowing. We're going to, I mean, 17 people between now and the end of the year. That would be something else. Well, it's, 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 that would irrelevant. be fun, actually, because mm-hmm. yeah. that's, that's like a couple of week, right? For, <laughs> yeah. Well, I've got, I'm thinking 10. I'm not kidding. I think there's going to be about 10 drop off between the second and third debates. And so it's going to be, it's all a cow's opinion. It's all a moot point because when the, uh, when the sweet meteor of death arrives on September 5th, we can forget about everything. Ah, <laughs> uh, there's only a one in seven thousand chance that's going to hit the earth. <laughs> one in seven thousand, just merely a one. When in When you 7, think about 000. it, that is a pretty yeah. That's a pretty good chance. September fifth. Mark your calendars. <laughs> <laughs> All right, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More pack grand leash coming up. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, Chet Doc Katie tweets. Uh, Marianne Williamson sounds a lot more bitter than I imagined a New Age guru would be. Right. Yeah, me too. Uh, it's really true. Uh-huh. Uh, DMX DM tweets. Beto O'Rourke is the Chuck Norris of wusses. <laughs> there you go. From Casper White American Heartthrob, Beto O'Rourke, America's cover boy. Oof. From uh, More Cows, More Burgers, Robert Francis could be bench pressed by our fellow Marines. Uh, that's no kidding. Very true. Um, <clears throat> 3393 also, Britain is about to have another election, I, I guess. <laughs> and I don't know if this one holds or will they have another one after that just for fun? <laughs> Next week, yeah. Uh-huh. Then the week after that, they'll decide that wasn't good enough. And that didn't really take, so we're going to do it again. I mean, the, the amount of redos in this parliamentary system is bizarre. Anyway, this time, it, it looks like Boris Johnson, who is a very Trump-like character, uh, in Great Britain, is going to win in a landslide. I I can't wait to see what Trump and Boris Johnson do together. I can't wait. That is going to be great. I mean, the hair and all. Yes. I know, the weird hairdos, both of them. <laughs> I can't, I, it's going to be fantastic. Yeah. It's also amazing that, you know, this is kind of spreading around the world. The... The Trump phenomenon, because Boris Johnson is kind of similar in demeanor and, and uh, policy to President Trump. So the two of them together should be able to get some things stirred up mm-hmm. and, and accomplished. And uh, get out of uh, you know the Brexit deal. Get out of the EU. Finally, which is what they voted to do along, what, three years ago? Yeah. Get, get it done. It's the will of the people. Do it. Well, we're going to have a makeup election to make sure that people still want to do it that way. 
<laughs> oh no! I, I that's I don't understand. I don't either. The system. I've tried to understand, and now I when, still don't. Because the thing is, if Boris Johnson doesn't successfully, I guess he goes to the Queen, and she says, "Put to put together my government, or whatever." Then he goes back to Parliament and tries to get a bunch of uh, like-minded individuals together around him uh-huh. in his he tries to make everybody happy. posse or mm-hmm. squad or whatever. <laughs> squad. And then if he can't do it, they have another election. It's, yeah. it's a strange process. Uh, speaking of strange, people are going crazy over another Tom Brady situation with one of his kids. Now, he kissed the his son, his 11-year-old son on the lips. Uh, what was that? Last year sometime. Yeah, and it was like, I think the issue was, not only was it the kiss on the lips. Um, it was the length of the kiss on the lips. About a two-hour kiss. <laughs> kind of lingered. <laughs> did li- well, he kissed him quickly, and then he's like, well, that was just a peck. And we, so then he came back and really laid one on it. Do we need to it? Do you want to see it or uh, no? I, okay. Just- <laughs> What's up? Hey, Lolo. <laughs> I was wondering if I could check my fantasy team. What do I get? Oh, no. Oh boy. We well, he knows what that means. Jack, everything He's gonna get a kiss. That was like a peck. Poor kid already wiped his mouth once. Yeah. Okay, Cam Newton. Cam Newton. Okay, that's mm, having a good game. Good. Oh. Cam Newton's having a good game. Poor kid. That's disturbing. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of disturbing things happen when the Patriots are involved with massages. But there's a lot of people who think that's cool. You know, the kiss on the lips. I with your kids. I. I don't. I don't do that. I don't think you do that. No, no, no. But who are we? We can't condemn those who do. I mean, there are a lot of people who think that's a cool thing. But that's good that, that Tom Brady is instilling the value of, um, mm. I've got to get something for something. Um, yeah. Parenting as well. And you notice the kid comes in and asks if it's okay yeah. to get on and check his fantasy team or whatever mm-hmm. he's doing. Just give him permission. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, that shows, uh, that's pretty good parenting. Yes. So then he goes cliff diving with his daughter. <laughs> wait, I'm sorry. Wait, rewind that. What did you say? He now, now we we jump off a cliff into a, a pool of water. Uh-huh. I, I don't know where he's doing this. Uh, Costa Rica. Okay. How Costa old is his Rica. daughter again? Nice. His daughter is, is be- she nine? I believe uh, younger than that. Seven? I, I thought she was. Two? I thought she was. She's uh, uh, she's a toddler. No, she's, I, I don't know. she was four, right? Four? No, she's older is she than older four. older than four? I think so. Okay, hang on. I don't know. You she's got to be older than four. She, yeah, she's, she's bigger know, than that. Seven or eight, probably. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's go to the video, and you tell me how old she is. But they jump off a cliff together in Costa Rica, and people went nuts over this too. Watch. Six. Whoa! No! Oh no! Oh! Super Bowl champ Tom Brady is being accused of some bad parenting after he posted this video to Instagram showing him jumping off a cliff with his six-year-old daughter. Six, there it is. Brady posted the video during a family trip to Costa Rica and captioned the leap saying, if she's going to be an Olympic champion one day, it probably won't be in synchronized diving. Daddy always gives her a 10, though. But his 6 million followers were quick to chime in saying the star was being irresponsible. Bad parenting. His daughter almost Mm. broke her arm. NFL should consider punishment, one user wrote. Another saying, not the smartest move. She could have been hurt. Next time, wait to make sure she's jumping too. 
Even Brady's celebrity friends chimed in. You know I have complete faith in you as a man, friend, player, and father, but this just gave me anxiety. Jesus. Dwayne Johnson wrote that, while Diddy simply added a crying face emoji. And this isn't the first time Brady has taken the plunge. In 2015, the six-time Super Bowl champ jumped oh. about 40 feet off another cliff in Costa Rica, oh. sending fans into a craze. Brady even tweeted after that one, never doing that again. Oh, yeah? Hashtag Air Brady. <laughs> now, since that post of his uh, daughter, he has posted. Wow. So, okay. Uh, would I do that? No. No. Oh. No way. Would you do that? Absolutely not. Uh, it, but... Okay, the he daughter, does pull the, her arm pretty hard, right? Because he's trying to keep her away from the cliff, obviously. And so you're going to pull her to make sure that don't she comes out as far as she needs don't to. Do that to her. You don't want her to bounce off the rocks, but no, that's why you don't jump off the cliff with her. Yeah, I don't know. And if I'm a it's, Patriots fan, which I am not for obvious reasons, um, that's a million, multi-million dollar investment. Also, mm-hmm. risking injury. What are you doing that in the first place? Never mind the daughter aspect, which is bad in of itself. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. <laughs> I don't like it. No, that's, that's too risky. I, I think so, too. But, can, I mean, we, we've we gotten to the point where we, we bubble wrap <laughs> our kids now. and I agree with a, that. It's a cool thing that he's doing things with his family and that he loves his kids and he's doing things with them. I'm just not sure cliff diving is a great activity for you with your six-year-old. I don't know. No, if you want to, if you want to share this experience, then you jump off and you come before you jump down there by mm-hmm. yourself. Right. Then you just say, "Hey, if you want to do this, Daddy will be waiting down here for you. As soon as you hit the water, I'll be right here." Although you're not there if she's <clears throat> if she doesn't jump far enough, right? Because he's pulling her along. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know if she makes that jump so without him pulling her. So the good news is she avoided the rocks. Yeah. The bad news is she has a dislocated shoulder. No, I'm just <laughs> made that up. But, I mean, seriously, you don't pull yeah. on a kid's arm like that. Especially, I mean, maybe I'm just sensitive because, you know, I'm so fragile. And here's, here's the thing again. Don't post it. <laughs> right. Nobody knows about it if you don't. Tweet it. It's a family photo and you move on with your life. Exactly. <laughs> There's no reason. To, why are you sharing that with everybody? Who cares? Yeah. Leave it alone. And then you don't open yourself up to all of this crap. <laughs> but again, I, I don't understand the tweet thing. I, I don't have that burning desire. Even though I am Mr. Twitter to uh, tweet every single aspect, every thought I have, every action I take, uh... No. No. Mm-mm. So, there you go. Don't tweet it, Tom. Yeah, you open Then you don't have to up. worry about this. I mean, because I would think Belichick and, and uh, the Kraft family would be right. a little pissed at him for taking that risk with his own body, let alone his daughter's. Right. Exactly. Uh, 888-900-3393. Um, also, we've got this politician <laughs> who advocated mixed sex restrooms and changing rooms and this is what we've been talking about he's now accused of sexual activity with a child well then in uh, north yorkshire in the uk a politician who called for a gender neutral town let's have a gender neutral town (laughs) gender neutral town (laughs) yeah sounds like a Mm -hmm. bad band from the 70s or something 
including conversion of <clears throat> all restrooms in council buildings to mixed-sex facilities, has resigned from his party in disgrace amidst accusations that he sexually assaulted a child. 30-year-old David Smith, elected in May to represent uh, his area, became the darling of the local transgender activist community. When, during a June 18th meeting, he successfully persuaded Middlesbrough, uh, Middlesbrough mm-hmm. Mayor Andy Preston to convert restrooms to gender neutral. The win represented the first step in a long-term plan to make all public-use facilities, including changing rooms, mm-hmm. mixed sex. Mm-hmm. Which, why? Why? You don't want to be inclusive, Pat? No, well... Mm-hmm. I include all the men in the men's room okay. and all the women in the women's room. I don't know. That's sounds how inclusive like a, I am. Sounds like segregation to me. Uh, <laughs> it is. It's segregation of the sexes. I love the picture, though. Because <clears throat> you, you, you pointed this out yesterday. Guy <laughs> looks, sadly, he looks like Benjamin Franklin. Look at that. <laughs> Look at that right there. Ben Franklin having, having troubles uh, over in Britain there. Yeah. So, through my time interacting with local transgender and non-binary people... <laughs> I've seen firsthand the difficulties faced by these individuals when accessing accessing public toilets and changing rooms. Oh, shut up. He said uh, in a statement. Yeah, go hang out with little kids. That month. And now he's done that, and uh, it's not good. Across the country, pubs, shopping centers, universities, and schools are becoming gender neutral to ensure our transgender and non-binary family and friends feel safe when using the facilities. Don't worry about anybody else feeling right. safe. Don't worry about it. Don't when, worry about the majority feeling safe. When Mr. Smith comes on in and uh, is glaring at little girls in the in the women's room, don't worry about that. This is an opportunity for our town to lead the way for local authorities, and I call on the mayor, the executive, and my fellow counselors to back this initiative. Well, they did. Mm-hmm. At the time, he quickly dismissed concerns about women's and girls' safety and privacy as the primary victims of voyeurism and other sex crimes in restrooms. I don't know how they can do that. I, I thought they were all about women and women's rights and women's issues and protecting women. And then every time you bring up the safety of women, they dismiss it like you're a kook for even bringing it up. Bringing it up. We're not talking about the transgender people necessarily. We're talking about the sick freaks who will pretend to be transgender, who go in and molest little girls. Is that so difficult to understand? There are so few details about the accusations against him, but I have tried and I cannot. I, I want to know if he did this in a women's restroom. Yeah, so do I. And, if that's and what he's charged was with. that some of the motivation behind it? You know, and as much as they dismiss it, it's happened over and over again. We've had lots of stories of this happening of sick freaks going into a women's restroom and ogling girls or women or worse doesn't make any sense. Just unbelievable. Spokesman for uh, the police said that Counselor Smith has been charged with nine counts of sexual activity with a child. He's expected to appear uh, in court on August 7th. we got to keep an eye on that, follow mm-hmm. that story. Um, I wonder if they regret making their city gender neutral now. <laughs> I wonder if there's any second uh, guessing on their on their part. Okay, there's one thing from the story that, that we need to mix into our lexicon, okay? 
Um, so he was forced to apologize uh, after comments surfaced earlier this month uh, where he said people on benefits were, quote, pond life. Pond life. P-O-N-D life. Is that like pond scum? Yeah. Rotten yes. pond life families that should be sterilized and washed, he said. Oh, wow. This guy is a, he's a douchebag. Charmer. Mm-hmm. Pond life. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. All right. Uh, a low credit score could keep you from getting some of the things you want. A credit card, car, a new job, even a house. But that's not all. A low credit score also means that you pay higher interest rates, which has never made sense to me, but because you can least afford it, so you're the one who gets to pay more. But that's what happens. They just keep stacking it on, and it just keeps getting worse. But you don't have to keep getting denied for credit. You can kickstart your comeback on your credit right now. Call those specialists at our new sponsor, creditrepair.com. This isn't some, they they don't, you know, combine all your debt. It's not one of those uh, debt consolidation things that don't work anyway because you pay off that and then just build more and you get in deeper and deeper and deeper. What they do is help you repair your credit and improve your score by removing inaccurate negative items like late payments, charge-offs, collections, bankruptcies even. Um, so here's the number to call for your free credit evaluation, 800-713-3630. When you call, you'll get a free credit report and score, and you'll find out what creditrepair.com can do to, to improve your credit score. Really important. Your credit score is huge in uh, helping you obtain, I mean, for sure, if you want to get a house, you've got to have good credit. Creditrepair.com. Helps you work toward a better score so you can have a better life. The evaluation, credit report, and score are free. So call right now. 800-713-3630. 800-713-3630. It's not available in all states. Not practicing in Georgia, Mississippi, Ohio, and South Carolina. But for everybody else, call 800-713-3630. <laughs> Global warming, killing this planet. Really? Yeah. Until recently, the Antarctic Peninsula and West Antarctica were among the most rapidly warming regions on Earth. How? What, point. The the temperature was increasing 0.3 degrees Celsius per decade. Okay. Nobody knows how. Yeah, that warm sounds. That is. Sounds nobody, really hot. Nobody. I, I have no idea. Is it could be. <laughs> You know, no warming, or it could be a thousand degrees Fahrenheit. I don't know. There's no way to tell. Since the 1990s, however, this warming has essentially stalled rapid cooling of nearly 0.5 degrees Celsius per decade has occurred on the Antarctic Peninsula. Wow, that's inconvenient. This already impacted the cryosphere in parts of the Antarctic Peninsula, including a slowdown of glacier recession, surface mass gains of the peripheral glacier, and a thinning of the active layer of permafrost. So everything they've been whining about in Antarctica is reversing right now. At the same time, temperatures in West Antarctica over the past two decades appear to have plateaued or slightly cooled. East Antarctica has not experienced 
any significant change since the 1950s. Wow. And some areas appear to have cooled during the most recent decades. Cooling and an increase in snowfall. An increase in snowfall in East Antarctica seem to have led to a gain in the ice sheet mass and thickening of ice sheets over the past 15 years. Boy, that... That East Antarctica, <clears throat> West Antarctica rivalry is really getting out of hand. Oh, you trying can to throw out all the record right? books when they get together. Both trying to outcold uh, each other at yeah, this point. Yeah, when their when their glaciers clash, throw out all the record books. So I mean, it's almost glacier clashing season <laughs> on ESPN. <laughs> Lastly, the surface layers of the Southern Ocean has predominantly cooled over the past three decades as well. So. The story here is that Antarctica was much warmer a thousand years ago than it is today. In the medieval you know, warming period, mm-hmm. it was warmer than it is right now. So was that caused by humans? And the answer is no, of course not. No, it was not. <sighs> so we continue to have these stories that clash with the, with the big agenda, and they continue to just... Ignore it. Meanwhile, uh, this is going to throw you for a loop. Actress and musician Miley Cyrus, who's married now to Liam Hensworth, said she's not going to have children until global warming is taken care of. That is just (sighs) tragedy. She says, when Mother Earth is angry, don't F with her. That's the way I feel women are like right now. The Earth is angry. Well, then. She says, we've been doing the same thing to the earth that we do to women. I'm sorry? <laughs> what, we... Injecting CO2 <laughs> into them? Is that what we're... Because I've never done that. Um, we just take and take and expect it to keep producing, and it's exhausted. It can't produce. I'm sorry. It is producing. What are you talking about? Wow. Uh, so there's no food. There's no growth. There's nothing coming out of the earth. Could have fooled me. I have to cut my grass like three times a week, it seems like. Well, somebody cuts my grass. Uh, We're getting handed a piece of S planet, and I refuse to hand that down to my child. Okay, then. Until I feel like my kid would live on an earth with fish in the water, I'm not bringing in another person to deal with that. First of all, good. Who wants another psycho lunatic lefty to ruin another innocent human life? Please. Second... Maybe she should take a little trip to a body of water somewhere where she will find literally billions, if not trillions, of fish in the water. (laughs) Maybe we shouldn't tell her that, though, because then she will procreate, and we don't need that. Yeah, please. (laughs) Global warming is just, it's a terrible, terrible... She's it's right. An insurmountable problem, it, it, Miley. Right. We're just right. never going to get not going to get over it. The Earth's so not producing anything right now, so which dull. is why every person alive is starving to death, even as we speak. Dang it! Mm-hmm. So yeah, you don't you don't want to bring a child into that. <laughs> yeah, you know why they're starving though? Is because the sharks are eating the fish that we're reeling in. <laughs> I don't know if you want to see that video. Sharks yeah. eating the fish yeah. we're reeling in? Yeah, so some kids... So there are catching. fish in the water. Yeah. Somebody fished one out. Yeah. Then and then... Pico some... got angry. Oh, boy. And then, then this happened. Okay. Watch this. This is why Miley's upset. Yay, we caught a fish. Yay, we're going to reel in this big fish. No, you're oh, not. Whoa! <laughs> I got a video. I got a video. Should I cut it? Should I cut it? 
shark. So the shark got the fish. Catch. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was rude. Right. But so now, Miley, you were right. There were plenty of fish in the sea. Mm-hmm. So that shark found out that you were they were taking care of the fishing for it. <laughs> Pico rears his <clears throat> nasty head there. Is that who that was? Sure. Was that in the Gulf? Yeah, yeah. Do we know? We don't know where that. Well, yeah, he's took up place. in. He's wherever that video. Was. Oh, that's right. He's back up in the. Yeah, he just northeast. takes a tour, man. He's got a summer home. You know yeah. what? He's, you he's, know what? Sharks do that. He's all over the place. Remember when they said sharks don't do that when yeah. we first started talking about Pico? No, they do that. That's part of their deal. They do that all the time. Pico's a wanderer. Yeah. They're all wanderers. Mm-hmm. You know why? They swim around and they eat. And then what they do is they swim a little more and then they eat a little more. And wow. then And then they swim some more. And then they eat. All right. 888 <laughs> We We discussed the, uh, the deported... In fact, he was deported twice, the illegal alien from Guatemala who murdered the woman and her two children in Iowa. Yeah. Uh, man. Also. Um, so, yes, a DM and DM who lives up there tweeted at us yesterday. Th- that this was very, really close to where. His wife works. Where and, he lives. Uh, some guy matching that description was hanging around her car one day. Oh, geez. Mm-hmm. So that's where your gun prowess comes in. And you can work on that at your house. In the convenient location where you might need it the most. And inexpensively, because you don't have to buy a bunch of ammo, you can dry fire with iTarget Pro. iTargetPro.com. Go there right now. Get 10% off plus free shipping when you use the offer code PAT. iTargetPro.com. It's the letter I, then TargetPro.com. Offer code PAT. Order it now. We've been reviewing this Tom Brady footage. I know. I think we need to revisit it. It's disturbing. It's disturbing. Let's uh, let's take a look at the cliff dive again. Mm-hmm. But particularly pay attention to, uh, if you're watching us on Blaze TV, if not, you can certainly subscribe. BlazeTV.com slash pad. Then you'll see it as and well as hear it. Uh, so get a subscription. Uh, a subscription. You can get... I think you can get 10% off. Use the offer code, Pat. It's not roughly 10 billion percent? Mm. Roughly. Roughly, yes. Roughly roughly 10 billion percent Quite a discount. Check it out. Yes. Um, So let's go to to the cliff diving of Tom Brady and his daughter, who is six. So they're poised at the top of the cliff there. Okay. Okay. He's got her by the by the hand. A little pep talk now, right? He's getting ready to jump, and he's she's like he's like, "Are you ready?" She shakes her head, yes. Nods her head, yes. Here we go. Okay, so she's ready, and then she goes forward, and then stops no. and pulls back, and he jerks her out into yeah. the water. Fortunately, because otherwise she hits those rocks and she's gone. Yep. Yeah, he's got to at that point. Yeah, he has to just he's yank her because yep. he jumped. And she hesitated. And that's why you don't take her up there in the first place, man. It's, exactly. I think, I don't know. You know, maybe there's other parents who just think that's really fun and adventurous. <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah, so if she jumps off mm-hmm. like he anticipates, 
Yeah. Then we're all going, man, that is okay, whatever. I guess your family likes living on the edge, whatever. Mm-hmm. But the fact that she hesitates and he has to yank and her arm, now we've got two issues going. The fact that you took her up there in the first place mm-hmm. and the fact you almost dislocated her arm. And the fact that had you not almost dislocated her arm, she might be dead. Which makes it, to me, not worth doing. Not worth doing. Exactly. No, it's not like you're saying you can't go outside and play in the yard. Okay, because I'm so afraid as a parent that I'm not even going to let you walk down the sidewalk. Or maybe in the Tom Brady parenting handbook, it's you have to kiss me or jump off the cliffs with me. (laughs) I don't don't know. Right on the the lips. That's a chance that's, to me... Not necessary. No, you, you don't take that chance. That's bad parenting. So, 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 so we praise him yesterday for for having mm-hmm. a son who asks permission to get on the internet and check his fantasy football lineup. <laughs> right, and then he totally negates it by uh, risking his young daughter's life on the cliffs. And now we've decided Tom Brady should be in prison. Yeah, well, let's go ahead and do Tom that. Tom Brady should be in prison. Yep. I, I, is that? I mean, that's not harsh enough from Put this Falcons fan. Actually. Tom Brady uh-huh. in prison. No. And then we won't have to see the Patriots in the Super Bowl again this year. Anyway, that so, you know, maybe it's not a bad idea. Okay. For life. It's not a bad idea. Until he's at least 60. <laughs> Until he can't throw a football more than five yards. Well, he's already, is he 42 now? Yeah, he's going to be 42 this year. If he's not already, he will be 42 during the season. 42! That's crazy. Wow. Yeah. He's That's pretty yeah, amazing. 40, he'll be uh, 42 next week. Yep. Next week, wow. August 3rd. Okay. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. 933 and at Pat Unleashed Lock on Twitter. Him up. Lock, Lock him up. Lock him up. Lock him up. <laughs> really, it solves a lot of problems. Okay, he's not endangering his children, <laughs> and he's not endangering the Packers nor the Falcons. Uh, that'd be great. Okay. <laughs> Everybody wins. Speaking of sports, major overseas soccer star. Now, nobody will say who or even what team. But this soccer star wants to come out of the closet, wants to say that he's gay, and his team won't let him. This is in England. It's a Premier League soccer star, and his club is worried about backlash from fans. Wait a minute. Intolerant, wonderful, open, loving Europe? A soccer star can't come out and be who he really is? Mm. I thought that was just in the hateful United States of America where people were this oppressed and repressed. Wow. This is really sad stuff. A source close to the household household name star, too. It's a huge decision for the player to go public about being gay. But after telling his club, officials have expressed reservations. The top player... His agent and team officials have discussed him clarifying his sexuality for months. The club has been supportive, but is anxious about a backlash from fans. Ideally, they want another player to come out first, so they're not the center of attention. (laughs) So nobody, I guess nobody in soccer in the Premier League has ever come out as gay. So that either means there's never been a gay soccer player in the Premier League in England. Or they just keep these guys in the closet. Club wants the best for the player, of course, and realizes he should be celebrated for being so brave and willing to be open about his sexuality, but they still won't let him. Um, The star's desire to come out has been widely discussed by his teammates 
Uh, they've been supportive and accused the club of being stuck in the past. One of the gay players' colleagues said he's a little disappointed with the club for worrying about the reaction of the fans. It's a positive story, and he deserves to be treated as a trailblazer. <laughs> now, last year, the Sun, uh, the you know, in in London, told about told the story of two Premier League teammates who got bullied over talk that they were gay in a gay relationship, and they got abuse from other players. <clears throat> In open, loving, wonderful, inclusive Europe, this is happening? I am stunned. One of the stars found a note calling him the homosexual F-word. His alleged lover was then abused when a phallic sex toy was left on his car. Six team meetings were called by senior players to stop the homophobia. The anti-gay stunts continued after it was revealed how the club was at war because of the scandal. One African-born ace told colleagues he objected to men having a sexual relationship on religious grounds. (gasps) Shocking. On religious grounds? You can't believe that religiously anymore? No. Can you? No. (laughs) What? That's ancient (laughs) texts. Thank you. Right? Wow. So this is all just uh, really shocking. Uh, what is this? Uh, 1912? <laughs> In May, it emerged another Premier League football player. And this is not football. Soccer player had a secret gay relationship for four years, but wouldn't come out fearing a backlash from fans could wreck his career. The international star who told close friends in the game uh, that he is bisexual has a child with a female partner. That could be anybody then. That, that wow. Hmm. But he was also having an affair with an openly gay fashion worker. The player's 21-year-old lover uh, said last night of the star's emotional torment, the Premier League's a very weird environment for a gay or bi man. It's a modern institution, nothing like the rest of society. If two men want a consensual relationship in this country, in most cases, no one would blink an eye. But that's not the case in soccer, apparently. And they say there are no active professional male soccer players in England who are openly gay. Huh. And I thought, again, they were so open and loving and inclusive and tolerant. Well, in Europe, they're much more enlightened. In Europe, they don't have the same hang-ups we have. In Europe. Yeah, shut up. They got more problems with this kind of stuff than we do. 888 And at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Oh, I've got the uh, top 10 movies of all time. It just turns out in actual dollars, not, in, not adjusted for, for inflation, Avengers Endgame just became the biggest movie of all time. Okay. It just it just passed Avatar. Surprised it took that long. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I think it slowed down a little bit, but it still it finally passed Avatar. But adjusted for inflation, it's not even in the top ten. At number ten, there's not a single movie from this century that has made the top ten. Can you believe that? Huh. From the 21st century, not one movie. Wow. So, uh, so at number 10, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs from 1937. 
right. <laughs> All right. This it, is it's dumb. a top ten movie. What? It sold 109 million tickets. Okay. Adjusted gross and gross um box office, 982 million. Wow. Okay, so this is all right. This is all gross. Okay. Yes. Okay, gotcha. At number nine, this surprises me. The Exorcist is the ninth mm. biggest movie of all time, adjusted for inflation. Okay. Uh, selling 116 and a half million tickets, 1.04 billion dollars is what it would have made in today's dollars. Wow. Jeez. With that creepy movie, oof! I would not. Of course, I was too young. I couldn't go to it, but I, I wouldn't have if I could have. Because I could now, and I wouldn't. What year did The Exorcist come out? 73. Okay. Um, then Dr. Zhivago, from 1965, sold 124.6 million tickets. 1.12 billion. Dr. Zhivago? I've never seen it, but it looks excruciatingly boring. You ever seen Dr. Yeah, of course. I'm, who am I asking? Keith Malinak has follow, not seen. Dr. I can follow Shibago. you home to the to the big to the big screen. <laughs> yeah, Just when I when I pull over to, to rent it, they, that remember that accident they had uh, t- later today. Just uh, accident blocked the whole thing. It's already, you can't get it's already there. predicted. You and can't just... get there. Yeah. At number seven from 1975, Jaws, 128 million tickets, 1.15 billion. Mm-hmm. Uh, at number six. This is amazing. The Ten Commandments from 1956 sold 131 million tickets. $1.18 billion is what it would have made uh, adjusted for inflation. Then we've got the most recent movie uh, that's on this list. The Titanic from 1997 sold 143.5 million tickets. Did you go to that? Have you ever seen Titanic? I've seen it. I I think I just rented it. I can't remember, but we saw it. Yeah. 1.29 billion. <sighs> wow. They call it James Cam- James Cameron's masterpiece. I <laughs> <laughs> don't know that I'd call the Titanic a masterpiece. Ugh, just the no. Celine Dion soundtrack alone is enough to make you vomit. <laughs> yeah. At number four, E.T. The extraterrestrial. All right, 147.9 million tickets. I loved that. Now when we're it was getting out. somewhere. I, loved I like it. this. Yeah, yeah I, I like ET. Um, I'm the only one in my family. Nobody else will ever watch it. What? Yeah, my wife doesn't like it. The kids won't watch it. What? I'm like it's a great movie. Why would what? They won't even watch it one time? Not once. Nope. I don't think my kids have ever seen ET. What are they? Saying? My wife poisoned their minds against it. What's the big? What? I don't know. Huh? I don't know. One point three three billion, one billion three hundred thirty million, uh, for ET from nineteen eighty two. Okay, that's a great movie. Um, and then at number three, The Sound of Music, nineteen sixty five, hundred fifty seven point two million tickets were sold, one billion four hundred ten million. I'd rather watch the football game than interrupt. Uh huh. That was the oh, Heidi. 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 That Heidi was the Heidi one. game. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Same thing. Singing and not, stuff. Not quite as big right? a movie, Heidi. But there's uh, singing in both of them, right? Yeah, there is singing. And they're both based in uh, mm-hmm. Europe? Somewhere in... Yeah, well, in Europe, they sing all day. They go into the hills and they sing because they're happy in Europe. Uh-huh. uh-huh. At number two. <laughs> any guesses? Oh, number two? Don't look. Don't look. Any guess? I want to say Forrest Gump somewhere on here. Nope, didn't no? make the top ten. Oh, that's too bad. Star Wars. Oh, I, I was... Not Original Star yeah. The only Star Wars to make the list. 
Uh, sold 178.1 million tickets. Made 1 billion 600 million adjusted for inflation. Shoo. It's the 1977 one. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Uh, it's great. I mean, that one, you can't argue with that one, can you? That's just no. a fun, fantastic movie. No, and that makes me wonder what could the next one be, which has to be one of the Star Wars movies, right? Does it have to be? It's probably going to be that new one that was terrible with Jar Jar. <laughs> right? No. 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 I know. Because everybody, myself included, not a Star Wars geek, was really hyped up for that. I went back and oh, I watched the three man. originals. I was like, all right, let's do this. All right, what is happening on this big screen right now? I know it's terrible. Oh. They're terrible. <laughs> They're absolutely, they ruined the Star Wars franchise. Yeah. It's wrecked. Mm. It's wrecked. I mean, I, I don't know if you can even... I don't know what you can do in this last one. It's the last of the nine they're going to do. Mm. It's the the end of the Skywalker story coming up in December. It's over after this. And then it's just a bunch of backstories and, and then stuff? It's, yeah, it's the side stuff? stories, spinoffs, whatever, that they're doing in 2022, 2024, 2026. They, I mean, they're still going to continue Star Wars, just not going to be the Skywalker story anymore. Okay. So I, I don't know how they redeem themselves, although J.J. Abrams is doing this one. So we'll see. I'm maybe, still, maybe it'll be better. I'm still waiting for what he, I mean, I don't want to say promise, but he kind of just said tongue in cheek that, you know, he wanted to mix in when, when he was handed the franchise, mm-hmm. a desert scene, right? As the camera pans and you see the bones of Jar Jar. I've been looking for that. Oh, yeah. JJ, let's do this. Come on. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> he did say something about yes, that. Yes. I've been looking for that I little forgot Easter about that. egg. Yeah, that'd seen be great. It. Number one, okay. Gone with the Wind. Oh, I, I knew this. Top grossing movie of all time in real terms. Mm-hmm. Yes, I knew that. It sold 201 million tickets. Uh, there were about 18 people in the country when it came out in yeah. 1939. And they all went to see it like uh-huh. 400 times uh-huh. each. Yep. <laughs> 1 billion 810 million was its gross. Yeah. Adjusted for inflation. Jeez, that's incredible. Now, in 1939, in actual dollars, it made $203 million. That would be a massive hit today. And that was in the midst of the Great Depression. Right. People didn't have right. money, and they spent it all on going to see Vivian Lee and yeah. Rhett Butler and yeah. all this. That's, that's fascinating. It is. It really is. Uh, I've, never, I've never watched a movie all the way through. What? I, just, whoa, I can't whoa, do it. I just can't what? do it. I've seen bits and pieces here and there. Oh, sir. I have never seen Gone with the Wind start to finish. It, it might honestly be the only reason I've seen it from start to finish. And I enjoyed it. And I think I was... Tw- whenever Turner put it out in color, okay? Ted you Turner, liked it? Yeah, 12 yeah. or 13, 14 right in there. Mm-hmm. And I watched it every night it came on. Yeah, start to finish. And I really liked it a lot. Oh, you did? And it might be because I'm from Atlanta. And, oh, it uh, might be. You know, yeah. from the South and the Civil War is around me everywhere. Mm-hmm. But, uh, no, I really did enjoy the movie. And I'm going to go back and watch it again now that we've discussed this. All right. Mm-hmm. Go, you do that. Because, I mean, <laughs> I've got a list of 5,000 films I haven't seen once. But, yeah, I'm going to go and start rewatching ones that I've seen. <laughs> Good plan, Keith. We're all behind you, though. Go ahead. Do Thank it. You. Do it. Go see Clark Gable and can Vivian Lee. Can go I see, do it. Can I see it on your uh, big screen uh, <clears throat> Theater? I'm telling you, there's no way to get there. There's just no way. <sighs> Dang it. Darn it. There's only. Oh, oh, darn. I could follow you home from work. <laughs> no. Like that it, one guy said. There's that accident that's going to happen. <laughs> oh, dang it. Oh, well, how are you going to get home from work? Because I could be just ahead of you so you could <laughs> Wait, you know, blaze in the trail wait, it and then like it I'm happens. I'm in the accident. <laughs> I don't know, but I wouldn't take the chance, <laughs> okay, Keith. Okay. 
hunker down here all day, and I'll see you in the morning. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Rodney in Virginia tweets: uh, "Gender neutral town." Yeah, the, the guy in in Britain who's now uh, who got gender neutral his town to be gender gender neutral then was accused of molesting children. Oh yeah. Gender-neutral town, stop the world. I want to get off. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. CPA Crusader uh, on Vanilla Ice Cream Day. Thank you. You said it properly. Uh-huh. Yes. Vanilla Ice Cream, cream day. day. But it's also Taco Tuesday. Looking up at the sky to see if it's raining tacos. Oh, oh. yeah. It's raining tacos. Yes, it is. I don't know why. Or, okay, whatever. Oh, you like it. You no. like it. It's catchy. Yeah, it's great. Word to your mother. Mr. PC, uh, hashtag Pathead. Will pond life become the next Pathead's insult? Oh, it needs to. We need to start mixing that in on pond Twitter. Pond life? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pond life. Because that's what that guy in Britain said. Uh, oh, yeah. He was trying to say pond scum, but I guess in Britain, you know, they screw pond up every life. phrase. Mm, they do. He's in hospital. No, he's in the hospital. You know, stuff like that. They screw up. They put the extra uh-huh. U in color. And, and some honor. of that has infected the East Coast because they're closest. And they all originally came from Britain in the beginning, uh-huh. you know? Uh-huh. And that's why they say things like online and strength. Strength. Yeah. You're not online. You're in a line. You're in line. You're not on it. Or, uh, There's no line drawn that yeah. you're standing on. And they inter- you're in a line of people. And they interchange online and in the queue. Yes. I hate both of those. <laughs> so stop it. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. You know those annoying robocalls that we all get? And, well, I mean, some of them are scary because they tell you about... Uh, some of the things are going to happen to you if you don't take action, like this one. And um, once it get expired after that, you will be taken under custody by the local police. See, you could be taken under custody by the local police. It's scary. That's frightening. That's um, bad stuff. And, they, and once it get expired right. after that, you will be taken under custody by the local police. Uh-huh. As there are four serious there... allegations pressed on your name at this moment. <laughs> four serious yeah. allegations pressed on my yeah, name. you don't want that. At this very <laughs> moment. So what they're trying to do is scam your... Sometimes just send them money. Other times trying to scam your information. And uh, with all, all the information that's available online and the breaches that have occurred and being exposed, there's a high likelihood that your homeowner's information could be out there. And when they have it, they make it look like you sell, sold them your house, and then they take out a loan using your equity, and you get stuck with the payments. It's a, it's a nightmare. And it's really tough to extract yourself from that problem. There's no insurance. There's no bank or identity theft pro- program that protects you. Even as good as LifeLock is at other forms, they don't cover this. But Home Title Lock does. And for pennies a day, Home Title Lock will put a virtual barrier around your home's title and mortgage. Um. They'll give you 60 risk-free days of protection for free right now. Register your address, verify you're not already a victim, and protect your home's title. Go to HomeTitleLock.com. That's HomeTitleLock.com. Pat Gray Unleashed. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Because of the prevalence online of uh, 
the Independent and the Daily Mail and all these British newspapers. <laughs> We're seeing this British stuff all the time lately. Yeah. Yeah, it's bad enough that First we... First of all, stop with all the U's in words where U's don't belong, like behavior. Yep. There's no U in the word behavior. There's no wor- U in the word favor. <sighs> <laughs> it's bad enough that they have the uh, Celsius and the, the metric uh, right. nonsense, but now they have like words like, you know, like you, somebody gets fired, they got sacked. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, all right, fine. I got it. Mm-hmm. And then like if you get into like a fight, they call it like so-and-so got into a row. Or a row. A row. Is row that what or row. pronounce it? Okay. Don't make me look that up. Um, answer phone, right? That's answering machine. Oh, See yeah. that one? Uh, the loo the is loo. a bathroom. Yeah, I kind of like that one though. I'm going to keep like that it. one. You don't like that one? I don't like it. Okay. I don't like any of these British words. That's why we left that stinking place in the first place. Yep. Uh, let's see. What's a yob? You know, like a like a punk, like yes. a troublemaker, or whatever. Yeah. Yob. How about forty stone for your weight? <laughs> what do you mean stone? What does that mean? What are you talking about? How much is that? Forty stone. What is that? Like seven hundred pounds? It's so, so. I'm looking up this uh, this list. I'm just scrolling through, looking for stuff that I recognize. It's like you know, British slang or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, Muppet um, means foolish or a fool. I didn't know that. I, I don't so like think the I've ever heard show that. Is like the yeah, I've never heard that expression mm-hmm. used. Yeah, uh, yeah. Also, bloody is a big swear word over bloody, there. Bloody, yeah. Where here, it's just it means you're bleeding. Mm-hmm. So what? <laughs> that doesn't even show up on this. Uh, when I when I use the uh, the vid angel thing, uh-huh. and you edit the movies, they always give you the option of editing out the word bloody. I'm like, nah, <laughs> I think we can handle bloody. I'm okay with that. <laughs> That's one. awesome. I don't know. <laughs> Wow, what happens? What would happen if I went over there and I just started saying, you know, uh, give me a bloody beer, or you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. they'd be like, hey, we don't talk like that in here. <laughs> like, take it outside. I guess so, you know? yeah. There's women yeah. and children in here, man. What are you uh-huh. doing? Oh, <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh my gosh. What if you have a bloody nose? Then, uh, then <laughs> right, what are you supposed to right. say? I'm gonna let I'm gonna let your listeners uh, look up what a Johnny is later. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> mm. Okay, so All let's right. see there. Uh, let's see. Buggered is also a big bad Buggered, word that's there, a good one. right? Yeah. No, a Johnny is a condom. Isn't that crazy? That's crazy. I've never heard that. That is nuts. I've never heard that. Well, not Again, all of these things solidify the reasons we left that stinking island in the first place. Knackers. Google knackers. 888 Use that number tomorrow. Talk to you then on Pat Gray Unleashed.